Hello, my witches. So I've had people ask, how can they help us? And I was really blown away when people asked. First things first, always reviews. Yes, go online, Apple, iHeart, whatever app you are listening to, and leave a review. Another thing you can do, word of mouth. You can tell a friend about our podcast who happened to be looking into witchcraft. That will be lovely. They can make or break a business. Please share. Share away on your Facebook, any of your social media pages. You can share our episodes. You can share any Facebook memes, whatever. That's always great. Another thing you can do, someone even asked me if we are paid and they ask how they pay us. Well, we are not paid, but you are more than welcome to donate. Um, We do this on our own free will. I've been wanting to get a microphone so I don't hear that little staticky noise from the El Cheapo iPod little wire things that they give you with your phone. So... I really do want to get a microphone, and that's one way you can help. You can donate to us. You can find our cash app. It's on our link tree along with our PayPal. You can find that on there as well. Um, And all of that is in our episode descriptions. So you are more than welcome to do that. And if there is any other way that you think that I can help you, let me know. Reach out to me. Send me a PM. If you are trying to get a friend request from me on Facebook and I haven't approved it yet, send me a message. Say, hey Pearl, um, I'm a listener to you on Wicked Ways. I love your show. Please accept my request and I will do it right away. Yes, unfortunately, everyone gets all of those creepers who like to just send you messages and people who you never know who people are. So if you're telling me, hey, I'm a fan of your podcast. I love it. Please accept my friend request. I will absolutely do it. That way, I'm not just thinking you're just someone who sees something and just wants to send a request. Um, I do try to do the same in return with other people. So if you want to have like an actual conversation with me, you know, pique my interest. You know, don't just say, hey, You know, like, I'm not going to give you a hey because that's for horses. You know, if you want to have a conversation with me, then start off with a conversation. Okay, so as you could tell, I do a lot of talking on my end and I want to hear from you. So yes, please leave a review. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what I'm doing better and tell me what I do the best. Okay, people, thank you so very much for listening to us. We really appreciate you. And everything we you do. So blessed be. Are you tired of living paycheck to paycheck? Are you looking for a more fulfilled life? Well, if you answered yes, then I can help. You see, as an entrepreneur myself, I help women just like you gain confidence and supplement their income with a home-based business through pharmacy. Call or text me, Deb Castile, at 920-360-6387 to set up a one-on-one to see how you too can lead the life of abundance that you desire. Take that leap. You have nothing to lose and so much to gain. Hello. Hello, 
sister. Hey. What's up? All right. Just waiting to see if Simon's going to be joining. Ah, there he is. <clears throat> Hello. Hello, Simon. Hello. Hello. Nice to uh, speak to you all. <laughs> Merry meet. Same here. Hi. Hello. I'm Stacy. I'm Simon. And the third one is Pearl. <laughs> Y'all <Okay>. know me, though. <laughs> All yes. right. So, um, Simon, he's from Wales. I am. Aren't you? <laughs> I am, yeah. All the way from Cardiff, <laughs> capital city. So, have you ever traveled outside of there? Have you ever been to the United States or anything? No, I've never been to America. Um, just Europe, France, and uh, Spain, Italy. Nice. But uh, is that going to be on your to-do list? Is to come to America one day? Yeah, I hope to. Yeah, there's some things over there I'd like to see. North or south? So, so um, <clears throat> North yeah, America or South America? Oh, or North both. America. Yeah. Yeah. One well, is South America has a lot of tourists <clears throat> tourism, excuse me. So I was just wondering if if you're at one, go to both. Well, yeah, Machu Picchu <laughs> would be a place to see. Yeah. I heard uh what is that one? Um Belize. I heard that was really nice. Yeah. Certain parts. Yeah. I definitely want to see Ireland. Yes, me too. That's one of my go to's. But well, then again, I'd like to get off the east coast of the United States. <laughs> well, that, well, that's just across the water from us anyway, so. But that, oh, really? It is, yeah. Yeah, because where Wales is, it's literally Wales and the Irish Sea, and then you've got Ireland. I also want to go to Australia and New Zealand. Mm. And Sweden. And Holland. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm afraid of flies, so that's going to be kind of hard. Sounds like you want to go everywhere. You could go on a boat. <laughs> um, just some of what are... Uh, crap, I can't think of the name. Yes, that. Thank you. Our ancestors. Our family. Somewhere. Yeah. All right, so Simon, you went out and made your own podcast. So what inspired you to get your own podcast? Um, well, initially, um, there was a couple of friends. Um, we did one just talking about general stuff, witchcraft and all esoteric stuff, mysteries and things. But uh, I've now broken away and started my own and going solo i i am yeah and um it's a case of i can now go into depth on what i like and you know apart from doing witchcraft i can do other areas as well it's uh it's just a big area i'm interested in and i'm not stuck in one area Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you nervous about starting it? Well, I sort of had practice earlier this year in sort of doing a joint podcast. 
and but it was just sort of that very first episode solo where you've done your research and you sort of start off and before then you uh, have recorded it and you sort of published it and it's it's done and it's out there and it's a relief but it's also a good feeling yeah yeah so it was uh yeah i'm sort of uh enjoying it a lot actually so it's Is it uh, time consuming well, doing, well, I like doing <laughs> research and that. So it's, um, and also deciding what topic you want to do. Because I'm lucky so far, because the first two topics have sort of fallen into place. So I've yet to decide what I'm going to do for episode three, because you sort of get the problem of all these ideas running through your head. Um, right. And so what I did, I had made a nice little spreadsheet and went ahead and thought of all of my ideas of what I wanted to do. And I kind of looked at my Wiccan calendar to try to coordinate at least six months ahead of time. And I went ahead and had six months worth of episodes ready to go of ideas. So that way it's kind of pre-planned for me. So that way I don't have to think so much about it every week. I took, you know, like an hour and just wrote it all down and, and then I'm good. And that just helps me. That's just a method for me. And it's almost time for me to update it again because I'm I'm actually out. And Manifestations is our episode for today. But we'll get to that later. But this was one of the episodes that we kind of missed over the summer whenever we went on that two-week vacation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've actually got an A4 sheet of paper with sort of all ideas written down. So... Um, otherwise it would be uh, a bit of a mess <laughs> in oh yeah. yeah so but it's amazing too that like you write down some ideas and then before you realize it you have got a little list it starts to form so yeah and it's uh and it'll i can just work through it or pick and choose what i want to do you mm-hmm. have the control yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you make the rules. Yeah, and also like you say the level of research you can do into the topic as well. Um like for the first episode I did, I was going to do about one area of uh, looking at a person called Valiant Thor and I ended up doing a whole section on the 1950s. And I've just recorded episode two about the Pendle Witch Trials. And that was mm-hmm. uh, amazing looking into what happened really over the border in England. So it was, uh, yeah, really interesting because you learn a lot as well. Mm-hmm. I started that episode today and I didn't get a chance to finish it before I knew it. It was 7.30. I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> but that's the beauty of podcasts because, you know, you can listen to whenever and you can listen to so much and come back and carry on. You're not, you know, it's, it's up to you. You're not stuck in having to listen to it there and then. Now, what... All right, so you're on a path, a your own particular path. Would you like to describe your path to anyone who's listening and just wondering about who you are and what you're about? Yeah. Um, 
it's sort of a it's been a mix of uh, growing up in a Baptist church and going to a Baptist school, uh, but also being aware of this other side of life. Um, so in one sense, I was going to church as a youngster and also apart from them sort of preaching about going to hell, but also uh, aware of spirits and also meeting people who would later turn out to be witches themselves. And um, so treading the path. And so I do class myself as a witch and it's, it's amazing really because it's so it is such a vast if there's one thing i've been surprised about we've all sort of all witches i've i've met over time um there's similarities in a lot of stuff but there is such a vast uh subject and um ways that we also do stuff i guess it's uh amazing but the amount of witches over the years i've met has been uh pretty special how old were you when you mm-hmm. um started changing your views or opening well, up? well i was or... i was noticing things from really young child it was uh i lived in a house where we'd had a lot of spirit activity and it was oh. always in the daytime um which to some people would seem unusual but um they associate like spirits and ghosts at night in the dark but yeah there was all sorts of happenings throughout the day and the house we lived in as well um and it could have been the area as well um could have because where where i am in cardiff it was uh, we've had Romans here in the past and there's been, you know, we're Celtic country and there's all sorts of uh, activities that's gone on. But, yeah, we had, it was uh, a lot of stuff. It was quite amazing um, seeing things happen in the daytime in front of you. Um, did your family see it also? Yeah, they did. And they sort of tried to put it off as uh, sort of like it's daydreams or, you know, imaginary friends as such, but they would admit to it as well, which is a relief, but also annoying at the time as well, because it makes you sort of sound crazy. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. typical family. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they, they witnessed a lot. And uh, in the nights as well, apparently the front door used to be open and the attic mm. cover used to be blown off as well. So, yeah, there was things happening all the time at one stage. That would be scary, especially for a child in a religious family where, you know, that subject is taboo. You don't discuss it. It's not true. It's Ah, oh, the yeah. devil or different things. Well, yeah, it's sort of subconscious programming as well. You know, you're not to believe in other things because, yeah, you're going to go to hell. But one thing that I was always curious about as well, that 
if I was experiencing this as a child, then why wasn't I sort of burnt to a crisp every time I stood stepped through the uh, the church door as such? <laughs> so, right. so it was like first-hand experience of saying, well, actually, there's something else going on here. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, a contradiction, I always call it. Did your and family then, and friends know about your beliefs? Um, yeah, my family did, because even though, um, you know, we brought up in a Baptist uh, household and that, um, I wouldn't say, you know, anything was sort of, uh, you know, talk down the search it was sort of try to put off as childhood imaginations but um it wasn't sort of like stamped out mm-hmm. so mm. yeah it's uh i suppose it's down to the individuals you know because there would be some families who would you know be treat you know it would be horrible you know you hear, you know, hear the stories about children, you know, told off and things like that, you know, yeah. imagining friends and things. But uh, no, I was uh, lucky in that because, like I say, we all experienced it. But uh, no, they admitted to it years later. I was just wondering with you yeah. being in a different country, when you talk about you grew up in a religious family. Yeah. How that view is different than the one that in America where you know how they're raised in, in a religious family. I was just wondering if there was a difference or if they preached about going to hell nonstop or if they were more yeah. opening to listening and not as wouldn't scold you as much but still trying to talk you into believing in God. <laughs> well in in uh in in Wales especially probably up until the 1950s uh, where you had like the small chapels and especially out in the the valleys, it was a lot of what you had uh, fire and brimstone preaching. Um, But as regards our Baptists over here, it's nothing like what you see the super churches, the mega churches are are like in America. It's completely different. Um, but it, I think it, it depends on the family um, as well. So it's uh, maybe slightly actually thinking about it, maybe it was a bit more open as well in that sense. But um, no, you did have your super religious people in the church as well because uh, listening to them praying in tongues was a usual thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, <clears throat> that's just interesting. I was just wondering because I know with I don't know how to describe how we are. We're raised. We were raised that our mother believed, our father did not. Um, I think religion was forced on my father by his stepmother, and yeah. that was one of the main reasons why he turned against it. And he said that when he was started reading the Bible when he got older. He realized how violent and nasty it was, that it was nothing but rape, stealing, murder, betrayal. He said it was a very, very violent book. Well, yeah, absolutely. It is uh, 
yeah, the the Old Testament, and it? it's all about death and destruction and wiping out a civilization of the world. And yet, the second book is the part of the Bible is supposed to be about love. So yeah. again, it uh, contradicts itself in some it ways. It. Yeah, big time. It's uh, a bit of a mess, really. Um, but I just often look at it that um, I think it messes the people up a lot more than they realise. It, it's tragic in a way. It's uh, looking back on it. You know, I don't regret growing up in a Baptist background or going to a church school or anything like that. Um, it's I've learned a lot and you know you can understand a lot more as well but um, no I, it's just amazing to see how some people are sort of programmed I guess would be it subconsciously and you know you can't question it or you are literally going to go to hell so it can be quite sad I know here it seems mm-hmm. witchcraft for the most part in general I think it's looked down upon. You gotta have a preconceived notion when you always think of the storybooks, the movies, yeah, that. But yet, people believe in. I pray you find Jesus. Yeah, I know, right? Or you're going to go to hell. You have to believe. (laughs) Then, but yet, spirits are a big no-no in the Bible and in churches. But yet, yeah. it seems like it's becoming more and more acceptable. But yet, it's not. <laughs> because yeah, of the TV it, shows and books. Well, again, so you have contradictions. You've got like the uh, Ten Commandments, like thou shalt have no other gods but me. And yeah, you've got the Catholic Church where you're basically got uh, Mary as set up as a goddess and all the angels are and saints are also set up as practically minor gods. So it's a bit of a, it screws the mind as such. Um, and it does contradict itself a lot, a whole lot. Yeah, it does. Um, and also, Well, that's because people get into it and they like to manipulate it and put in parts that they want and then take out the parts that they don't want, like King James. And when you do that, you're messing with history and... Like, he took out all of the magical aspects out of it and just, like, totally shed it on witches. Like, we talked about that in one episode. I was learning so much, and I was getting mad as I was And then you were looking up stuff as we were talking. and (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) those are the best episodes. Well, I was doing, when I was doing the research for my second episode, and with the Pendle Witches, it was a case of... At that time in England, well, and across Britain, uh, Catholics were seen as illegal because of the church was uh, changed by Henry VIII. Um, and so he kicked the Pope out, basically. So Catholics were hunted and killed, and the abbeys at the time were sort of uh, wrecked, brought to, you know, destroyed. And a lot of them went into hiding. Um, so the witches were, even though they were a part of life, and they were also known as like cunning folk. Um, mm. The King, um, like I say, King James as well, uh, the Bible, and also the the malef- uh, the maleficent, um, if I can say it right, um, like the book, <laughs> the Hammer of the Witches, and that it was 
it was sort of the trials were, you know, also so part of uh, of of religion at the time as well. They were, you know, persecuted and such. So, and uh, yeah, it was a it was a messy time. Bit interesting though. <laughs> so, did you grow up in a like a, a Baptist or a Catholic background as such, or? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't go to church growing up until I was in high school. The I, holy rolly one. Yeah, it was a holy rolly one, um, and that was by myself. I just had someone ring my doorbell and run. They just saw that we had a com- a camera. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> they had, they we've been having ding dong dictors all oh, weekend, wow. and it's been driving us nuts. Yeah. So I had bought my husband one of those ring cameras, and he finally hooked it up. Yeah. I bought it over the summer for Father's Day. He just finally hooked it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's that would scare me. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I'm, what little kids oh, messing that, with me? Sure, as kids. Oh, I yeah, set them up. It's kids. Set them yeah. up. Well, I got the little punk on camera uh-huh. now. Well, between <laughs> sorry about between that. Between no myself, there's twelve years difference in our yeah. ages. So when I was younger, we have an older sister and we were two years apart. Then there's ten year gap. And then there's another sister mm-hmm. and then there's Pearl. And they're about two years mm-hmm. apart. Well, me mm-hmm. and Sister One were growing up. Haggy. Haggy. Yes. We were, <clears throat> we wanted to go to church. We wanted to go on a church bus and that was not a, no problem. Our dad gave us the offerings because they collected offerings and that was our yeah. choice. And that's, he wasn't against that, even though he was an atheist. He, he thought once you die, you die and that's all there is to it. Um, our mom grew up in a Baptist church. Um, but she was not, um, she was normal. <laughs> I don't know how to, <laughs> her. she believed in God. She believed in heaven. She believed in the sins and, you know, you're the rights and the wrongs and the do's and do nots. But I never attended church with my we never mom had, unless it was at someone's funeral We did not pray service. unless any of us kids wanted to pray at like a dinner or a Thanksgiving dinner. We had traditions like on Thanksgiving what are you grateful for? And we'd each take turns going around, but it was nothing like that. But if we wanted to go to church, it, it was fine. Yeah. So the, yeah. Except for when dad said I went too much and he made me stop. That could, you went to a holy, holy church. Them people. No, nah, I, I was going like three times a week. Was it Pentecostal? Well, yeah. yeah. See, them, them holy, they danced with snakes and stuff. Mm-mm. Dance with snakes. Oh, yeah. You don't dance with no snakes. Y'all crazy there. No. Well, there's snake worship no. in it in some of the churches. Some of I've some seen. Pentecostals, they're more like in the mountains. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that kind of weird stuff. But um, that's how it I was. don't know enough about that unless it's like the Indian tradition. You know that oh, from India. Oh, girl, girl, girl! When they dance with like the, nah. the cobras. The cobra dancing? Is that what no. you're talking? No, uh, this it... is more, um, oh. they go kiss the snake because they got the spirit in them. Uh, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they make them the, oh. oh, I don't know. 
what the term is, pastors or vicars. Uh, they make themselves out to be like uh, possessed and like the snake can't hurt them and they're bit, they get bitten and then some of them have died. Yeah. <laughs> so... Oh. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Not for you. Oh, more than 20,000 ballots found in Georgia. Oh, so what do you think about our whole election? Wow. Do do y'all talk about it over there? Uh, Yeah, it's, (laughs) I think, well, to be honest with you, I mean, what it's, you you just can't do that over here. You you just can't be like a businessman and walk in to be prime minister of Britain. Nobody's ever done that except him. It's the first, and I, Except so, for George Washington. Well, not true. R- uh, Reagan. He was a governor. He was a Hollywood he was a star. Yeah. He was a Hollywood star. But he was, but he was also a governor. governor. He had a political, a small political background, but yeah. He, yeah. He did do it. But except for George Washington, I don't think any other U.S. president has not had any other type of, even like a mayor or, you know, anything like that. He had none yeah it's there's it's sort of you've got to like follow a political uh line over here if you wanted to get into parliament you basically you would start off as like a local councillor and then work not be your an way outsider up. you had to be inside yeah you you you've got to be a member of one of the parties and you work your way up from basically being a councillor on the county council and then if an MP for your area or close by, um, they needed like, you know, you could stand with the backing of your party and then if you're successful and you become a member of parliament and then... What is parliament? Sorry? What is parliament? Parliament uh, up in London. um, It's basically where all our MPs are members of parliament. They go and, well, it's where it's, the whole of Britain is governed from, well, apart from... Do they represent It's like their Congress. Districts? Yes, yeah. it's like their okay. Congress. Okay. Yeah. Um, for me to understand, it's easier for me if I can relate it to something that I already know. So I get yeah. it. Yeah, okay. like I would say like their Congress, House of Representatives, okay, I got it. stuff like that. Yeah, They're the ones that all wear wigs. Uh, well, that's, that's next door that's in the House the of Lords. Judges. Oh, well, Lord, there's a whole different one. We got the House of Lords, and they're all sort of like when they're on special occasions, they will dress up in their like robes. Okay, and stuff. that's their dress nine. So, got it. Um, but they only have limited power. Um, so yeah, wow. there's a there's a route which you follow to become sort of to become a member of Parliament, and then maybe you know uh, work your way up in the party to become. So there are rules leader. and guidelines in order yeah. to do that. You have yeah. to be in politics and work up. Yeah, there is. Um, okay. And even though we've had like some famous people over the years who have gone into politics and become MPs, they've had to go that route. So you get like a background. But the as for your elections, though, because when Trump first stood back in, when did this start? In 2015, when they did the race for the 2016 election? And yes. he was the 17th person on to run for the Republicans, if I remember. And I think people saw it as a bit of a joke. And yeah, he they did. 
went through. But it, it sort of showed that maybe that in your politics that that could never happen again because it was such a possibly threw everything out and that was so unbelievable as such. I think that's why he had a hard and time. That's how, <clears throat> and that's how you knew that there was corruption in the first place. Yeah. Well, I well, think he had a lot of issues because he was an outsider. He was not in politics at all whatsoever. And here's an well, outsider. He had a lot in. of political friends. Don't get me wrong. Oh, well, yeah. He, he was with those scenes. He knew everyone and they were all really good friends with him. But when he came out and decided to run, they were like, at first, they just thought it was a joke. And then once they saw <laughs> that he was getting, yeah, but once they saw that he was actually getting some momentum. Supporters back and he, Yeah, backers. he was, yeah. And then they were starting to get a, a little worried. You know, that's when they started doing the whole de- deplorable. And then they started slandering him I think with it's the whole when racist they had stuff. The, uh, the uh, <laughs> preliminary when they voted and he was the nominee for the Republican party, then it turned to pure hate towards him. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, because they weren't, I didn't want him to win then, you know, because I thought he would look, I did. I voted for him then. I thought he would, and because he wasn't a politician and he really spoke to me. Because I tell you what, I was getting so pissed off at Obama. Every time I turned around, he was cutting our military. Like, the whole Black Lives Matter shit started under him. Antifa, that shit started under him. Our gas was so fucking expensive. He was just throwing monies all over there to all of these foreign countries. And I was like, why is he giving the Al-Qaeda or whoever it was, like, trillions of dollars I, I couldn't believe it i was fabricated and i was like he is destroying us they do it for like, different he is literally tearing us apart no but when you are looking at everything and you're just like holy crap he totally turned america upside down see that's like he really did see obviously some of like the internal stuff we don't really hear that much over here anyway but um but there has been, well, a lot of like grim, people grumbling about Obama and and such over the years, anyway. But uh, as for as for Trump, it was just it was staggering, basically. You know, it was amazing to see you know this businessman suddenly now in charge of your country. And yes, it, it's amazing. It, so whether and whether you know. There'll be a change now. That'll never happen again. Oh, but, I believe it um... will. Oh, yeah. Um, but right now, but what are they saying about, like, all of the fraud that's happening in the voter, the voting polls? As far as the media, I'm just kind of curious how your media is focusing on it versus ours. Well, Do they say he's being spoiled and he's just not, you know, conceding? Or, yeah, conceding oh, or... Yeah, basically. Um, again, we're not going to get everything um, like you have. We'll get, like, the main parts of it mostly. But um, but we got also, like, we got access to uh, your news as well over here. Um, it's... 
I think I think it's shock basically that <laughs> it, it's I think it's shock because I think it, it raises more questions like you got what was it you got to be you got to get to 279 to be elected 270 270 so if Biden got to 270 and you still had five states to uh now we're at announce. three, I believe. Yeah. Then how can Biden be, you know, win as such if you still got states? Because to... if it stays like this, even if Trump was to get the other states, mm-hmm. Trump with those electoral votes from those states would not add up to 270. Right. That's why there's such a big deal as far as the the issues with the certain other states where there has been issues. They're yeah. trying to go to court over that because if those votes were taken away from Biden, they would go to Trump then, which would lower Tr- Biden's number and it'll push Trump's yeah. up to 270. Right. I see. And <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of st- stupid how they have that, but it is what it is. Because when you, when you did your votes the other week, uh, how many people did you have on the, your ballot? Different, different states had different amount of people. In North yeah. Carolina, what did yeah. North Carolina have? The state of North Carolina. I don't remember. I, it's I think so it was two. Uh, Clapper. <laughs> I, I believe know. it was but just was a Democrat, maybe three, because there was no. There's several. Were there? I know. Mm-hmm. For the there's state at of least Florida. four or five. There's at least four or five. I was registered for the okay. state of presidential Florida. nominees. But yeah, each state has different ones. Like, I didn't have Kanye West on my ballot, but in California, they did. I believe I had six, I think. Yeah, because I think you had, like, multiple... Didn't you have, like... uh, Libertarians uh, and stuff. Well, that's one of the issues, I believe. They should all be, but they have to... Certain rights as well to run their state how they see fit. And they have their own laws... Besides the federal, you have the state laws. Yeah. And there has to be so many votes when they have their primary. Primary, that's the word I was looking for. Not preliminary earlier. But, um, and if they get this many people by this date or this many votes by this date, they could go on that state's uh, ballot. I think there was two states that had Kanye West on it. Maybe three. I'm not 100%. But I don't think the rest of the states did. Right, um, but Florida, it, I believe, had six. And because it's amazing to hear that, like, okay, you diff- you don't have one like general rule of law for your entire fifty states to to vote. Um, I mean. That's because they have their other elections also as far as House of Representatives. Then you have the Senate. Yeah. Um, Then the states have a lieutenant governor, which does not run like the president with someone under him. You have a Republican and a Democrat. Yeah. uh, As your governor, then lieutenant governor. Or you can have the same party also. But yeah, it it gets really messy because you go by state I also, and then while the you're in your states, election. you go by your districts, which is actually your county. So there's like it divides. all these different. Yeah. yeah, I think for all presidential elections, it should be a separate 
completely different ballot. That's but they look at it like, well, then nobody's going to go and vote twice. They need to just do it all at once. Oh well, time. that's their choice. But we do. Well, we do choice. over here. We we have our general election, and where we all have like a like like I for where I live in Central Cardiff, our constituency is Cardiff Central. And so there will be uh, the three main parties, and then um, the, then a few other parties, including a, a party for Wales. And we will vote just for which person we would like to see win the MP for that. And then at other times for council elections, um, there'll be a separate a separate uh, a vote for that on a different time, maybe even a different year. And um, because Britain, we are split into basically four countries now. Um, we have our like little government, so we will have our uh, uh, vote for that. And so, roughly, you could be voting like four separate times, but it does seem a bit more straightforward. But I believe that for the president and vice president, there should be a separate election. Yeah, um, with the same laws, rules, and guidelines throughout. Period. Right, and that's what's on the Constitution, and that's what that's for. So, the Constitution is for all 50 states. And that's how... And territories that vote. So yeah, because then... You, go ahead. What do you think will happen now, then? Is Trump going to contest it, or... Oh, he is. He is contesting Is he going to step aside, or... You know, it's got to work next- its way up to the Supreme Court. So he has to do for each state that he's challenging it. He has yeah. to show evidence, the proof he has. And then once they decline to hear it, you know, decide not to descend it, whatever, it moves up to the next court. Then it moves up to the next court. And then if they, so it's like appealing it each time that the lower court says no. Okay. But there's a process. So, the official rules of the election is on November, not November, but December the 14th is when each state is supposed to turn in their official electoral vote. Like how, example, we live in North Carolina. Yeah. North Carolina is worth 15 electoral points. So on December the 14th is when they say, okay, we got all of our counts made. It's complete. We, we have it all. We checked it all. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then we say, okay, this goes to Trump. We're giving our points to the Republican Party. Now, if it gets to the point to where um, Stacy was talking about how you have to challenge each state, blah, blah, blah. Well, there's different motions and different processes. Eventually, it's going to end up going to the Supreme Court. And eventually, the whole entire election is going to be overturned because of the we amount hope. of fraud it is. It's already written in history. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> I'm serious. Quantum. Do you know anything about quantum? Sonny? No, no. Okay. Uh, it's about that dude. Remember that one episode with that author? Like, that's where my journey gets weird. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, it's already written in history. Yeah. But it's going to get overturned because of the amount of fraud. For one, Biden's already... <laughs> Dunn admitted his fraud. Really? <laughs> you know, he. Well, yes. some people say that that's that's where it gets tricky because different people have different opinions. It's like a gaffe. It's a gaffe when you admittedly 
not knowingly, but admittingly telling the truth when you weren't supposed well, to. Well, some media are saying Trump conceded, although he's trying to back out of it now. I've never heard that from him myself. Trump but, never conceded. That's what he never media- conceded. And see, they can't give that's up all the just evidence. Them. Trump's campaign cannot give up all the evidence because that will give. They've been putting it on the they're news telling, media, but they're, but not they're giving... turning it away. They're whenever like what's her name, the speaker, House Speaker Pelosi, White House Press Secretary. Oh, the no, not chick. her. But yeah, okay, they rank McKaylee yeah. or something like that. Whenever she's speaking and she's talking about all of the evidence, they cut away from her and they say, oh, don't worry about what she's saying. It's just Well, she's just true. telling them, it's but she's not, not true. giving the evidence. They can't do that because then the other side would have time to counteract it. I've seen affidavits. Well, that's I don't know affidavit. what you're talking I'm, about. They're just not showing it about, on things like CNN, on Fox, and I'm talking about the update. ABC. I don't know what you're I talking know you about. Don't. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> they can't give, they cannot show everything and explain everything. That gives the other side a chance to prepare and rebuttal it and prove it's not true. So they just give a big ball field. Well, we got this, this, and this, and this. But then once they go to court and they present their evidence, well, we have an expert who states that the um, software was planned to have an update at this particular time that marked every so often yeah, Trump no. was there and switched up the votes or whatever, but they're not going to go into that detail. Uh, that would be for the Supreme Court. They already did. That's they, the problem. It's just not playing on the media outlet. <laughs> <laughs> did you not hear what's her face say? I'm about to release McCracken. <laughs> release the McCracken. Did you hear her say that? No, I don't know I'm, who's her. Exactly. It was her. Yeah, exactly. Some chick with the short I, hair. There's a lot of them, but I don't know who you're referring to. She was the, she was the one who first spoke it's about just the a Dominion big mess. fraud. I don't know names. I know faces. <laughs> and to be honest with you, if this if it was not Trump running again, I do not believe there would have been fraud involved. I think it. No, we would have no, submitted. They would have just submitted. I'm talking to our <laughs> guests. I think it's because certain people in the House of Representatives and the Senate have such a hate for Trump because he is an outsider. He was never in politics. He is not one of them. He didn't put in the time that they yeah. have. They don't care about that. They don't care that about that. Out. What they care about is that he is stopping their master plan for um, it's, thing it's I'm all joking. But for New World Order, but they're calling it the Global Reset. I don't believe in that, but that's on you. You don't have to fucking believe right. it, but it's true. It's like Santa Claus. Well, I but anyway, it's I a mess. I haven't heard it called the glo- uh, the reset, what you said, but uh, um, why do you think something like the MJ-12 had something to do with it behind and behind the scenes? Who's MJ-12? Majestic 12, your shadow government. Oh, yeah, we call them uh, the deep state. Yeah. 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 So... I don't know who the but, hell y'all are talking about. Of course. About. I think Pelosi's behind this shit. She's part of it. She's part of the deep state. She's the reason I changed. I was a Democrat. You know, I do believe in a lot of their, a lot, 
item. Their ideas. I cannot, I'm getting tongue-tied. But, well, that's the thing. Their ideas, but they say nice things, but their but policies don't it's show changed it. from what Democrats were years ago and what I know them to be. They are not following the same sets of guidelines, same standards, same beliefs, same, they've changed it. And they're actually a different party that I call the progressives. Forty of these people, Democrats, they're just on that ticket right. well, and on that party. Yeah, Nancy's a progressive, yes. and she's been Harris asked to is. denounce socialism, and they and she has refused to do it so yes. far. And the progressives are socialists, and that is something I don't believe in. Is your country socialist? No, uh, we got a we have got a conservative government. So that would be the equivalent of the Republicans. And because um, we got basically three main parties. So you've got the Conservatives, you've got the Labour Party, and you've got the Lib Democrats. So the, I think, so the, uh, your, your Democrats would be a mix of um, the Labour Party and the Liberal Democrats over here. So... Um, and they're sort of like being independent parties and stuff, stuff like that in the past. But it's just the three main parties. Do you have any of your parties that are accepting of witchcraft, witches, or anything with that religious belief or no? Um, as far well, it's it's always it's always been part of Britain, really. Um, even though there was. Um, like for that for that time years ago, where there was like trials for a few hundred years, um, it's really it's been part of British life. It's okay. um, we've had yeah, all different. You have a queen. We do, yeah. Um, for Wales, we got the Prince of Wales as well. Um, so, well, really, we're not a, a, a democracy over here. We're a monarchy. So. Um, what kind of uh, control power does she have or the the royal crown well they I know it's different than what it was yeah it was hundreds of years back they controlled yeah because there was like the English Civil War and Oliver Cromwell took over and then basically (gasps) I didn't know y'all had a civil war yeah, that you're talking about like hundreds of years ago, um, and uh, yeah, they got rid of the monarchy, and then they ended up asking for the monarchy to come back. So, but it oh, changed wow. sort of more um, for the people to be involved, and I think that's uh, that's why you know we vote today and things like that. But um, yeah, the queen meets with the prime minister once every week and she on the new term of where she opens parliament and she does the queen's speech um but how much power behind the scenes we don't know they say there's not a lot but uh it's uh so are they more of like um uh what's that word damn it um i don't want to say like a like a boost or a morale type thing um, no, I think I know what you mean. Or do mean. they have? Um, can they create laws, or can they? 
Well, apparently, this is the thing. Um, it's besides within royal the royalty. Can they do things for like y'all? I do you know what I guess they can because with like the Queen's speech at opening Parliament, it sort of lays out for the sort of the forthcoming year. Um, but absolute rule was sort of given back to the people hundreds of years ago. But you just don't know how much influence there is behind the scenes anyway. It's a bit of a, you know... You mm, could go I think they have a lot of influence. Yeah. Or at least her. Well, yeah. She it's, seems I mean, to have like a... Well, she's in some hot water now. What's going on with her? Hasn't she been MIA? Um, not that well, I know of. Isn't she like 90 years old? Oh, yeah, she's in a She's 19th like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> With COVID, they probably got her under lock and key. Well, she's been in fair dues, fair enough to her. She's been around. Um, but for the last sort of like five years, she's sort of stepped back in doing her public duties as such. And sort of like the rest of the royals were stepping forward to, to take over and doing stuff. But um, what is y'all's opinion and thoughts on, or general thoughts on? Harry and Meghan and their big move, I guess. Um, as far as leaving from there. Well, in one sense, it'll always be understandable um, for Harry because of what happened to his mother. Um, so y'all believe it's due to the press and the pressures and the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's They were awful to her. They were. And I don't like her personally, so that's just my opinion. That's because that's what. The no, press she just looks like a bitch. I didn't her. like her before. Sorry. I don't think she does. I think she thought she won't go over there with the American attitude and American thinking, and you, you can't do that. It's a I whole don't different. Get that at her. I do. I don't get that from her at I all. Sorry, you want to bow Megan? You, you want to bow Harry and Megan then? I just. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like her. Because I think basically um, we've taken to it anyway. But then we had the we we've known for people who watched Suits years ago. We we've known her for years, you know. Um, but um, I never heard of her until she started dating them, To be honest, but um, I never heard of Suits until she started dating them. But I think. But, um, the public will always be sort of like protective to her because of obviously what happened to Princess Di. I like Kate. Yeah, I don't like Kate that much though. Oh, shut up. I love Kate. <laughs> <laughs> because she was always there waiting I, on them. I don't. She loved them so much and she waited for so long. And the press There's was horrible some, to her. Mm, Showing pictures of what the oh, whatever. name the press is. William her. partying and all this other stuff. But yet um, I I like Kate. She got her man. She don't care. She got her crown. Well, I think so. basically they're waiting for them to take over as king anyway because Prince Charles is not going to be long on the throne. I don't like him. He's a prick. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't. And I don't blame Now, what have you heard about, um, Simon, what have you heard about all of their mess with Epstein? Um, not much actually. I like Andrew. From Prince Andrew. I like Andrew. Shut up. Leave him alone. Because Prince Andrew's been in a lot of trouble, and um, 
it's that's been all over the news, but um, I know different things. I, I, to be honest with you, I haven't heard a lot about like Epstein and all the rest of this stuff um, as such, because I know in previous podcasts and that you've talked about him, but uh, no, Prince Andrew's been um, all sort of linked with him, and I think there's been photos of him with Epstein, and also uh, was it Epstein's wife or the. A Maxwell. partner, I believe. Partner. I don't know if they um, were ever married or even involved. Long-time girlfriend. And his yeah. Business partner. So, yeah. but he's always been sort of a, a bit of a rogue over here anyway, Prince Andrew. But uh, there's always been things about his private life as such. But... Um, Is that due to the media keeping it quiet? So, not focusing I, on it as much? For well, the most part. This, I know you got your tabloids and then you got your news. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, you know, you probably probably would sort of touch into sort of like conspiracy in that sense. Um, again, you know, I think the press themselves will say that certain things they, they'll always know about and there's certain things that they won't feel they will release to the public. But, um, you know... If something's going to get out, it's going to get out, basically. But I think he was seeing a bit of a laughing stock recently. Anyway, Prince Andrew. And he was sort of like stopped mm-hmm. from doing a lot of his uh, royal public uh, engagements as such. So, yeah. But as regards everything with Epstein and that, I, we don't know. It's just been referred to a few times, but... Uh, I think obviously it was sort of a major thing in America. Do you think that's the monarchy keeping it quiet or trying to? Well, because I know one of his daughters, when she got married, it was like quick, sudden, and it wasn't a big to do like a lot of other royal weddings. Well, yeah, I mean, like, um, I forget, was it Eugenie or Beatrice? They got married. Um, yeah, I mean, there is sort of like so many rungs down the ladder in line to the throne anyway, so it's not going to be like... Well, it wouldn't massive. be as big as the other ones, but... Yeah. Um, it was given some sort of, like, uh, publicity, but... Um, and also, as well, it depends on how much publicity, like, um, they wanted anyway. Because you, it, cause it's royal, you're guaranteed it's going to be newsworthy, but it yeah. just depends how much. Um but um, no, it's a funny one, really. It's just been, you know, it's sort of like Prince Andrew screws up again and he's in trouble. <laughs> so he's the black sheep of the family. Well, <laughs> one of them, anyway. So because <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's really quiet now is Prince Edward. So he seems uh, pretty content in his life. So yeah, I forgot about that one. Well, I think- you know. I like Fergie. I wish he wouldn't have divorced. Well, she was really, uh, when she sort of uh, came on the scene, like it was her and Princess Di, and it was like a real boost for the public face of the family. And, um, you know, and I think there was a lot of uh, upset, really, with the public that, you know, it all fell apart as such. Now, what is her family? Because I know Diana's family, they were... I wouldn't say up on they the are. pole. They yeah, were they a little below that, but yet, because she, 
because of who her father was and so on. But what about Sarah Ferguson's family? Yeah, well, were they like Kate Middleton's family or higher? I would say probably. I mean, it's with Diana. They're sort of um, they're aristocracy, so yeah, they're they're in line okay. as such. Um, but with uh, Kate Middleton and sort of Fergie, it's sort of like a. They were just working people. Well, I think Kate Middleton's family is more working than, say, um, Sarah Ferguson's family was, if I remember. Um, so, and also, uh, I think they have to do with polo, and polo is played by royalty around the world anyway. So, um, it, they were moving in those circles, as far as I remember. So they were in there anyway. So, um, but there's not been an over sort of that much looking into the background of Kate as such. But um, apart from, I don't know, like a self-made family as such. But um, no, just that they sort of met when they were at university and sort of went from there. So yeah, we've they've had a couple movies that. Yeah. Excuse me. They made here that I've watched. Yeah. But I like Kate. I don't like Megan. She just looks like a bitch. Now there was um, now Mother Teresa is allegedly Doctor Fauci's mother. Have y'all heard of that? No. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mother Teresa. It's also rumor. The saint. And it's also. Mm-hmm. No. And it's also rumored that Princess Diana had found out about Mother Teresa's hand and giving these orphans to, like, Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell and all of them for sex trafficking. Do you really think and that she also caught Prince Andrew with it as well? Well, and that's why she was killed. Well, you might be onto something there, actually, because, um, well, first of all, going back to uh, Diana, um, because she was like out of sort of like the the family as such, because she was with a Muslim, um, yeah, that, you know, it was going to be like um, you couldn't have a future king of England, sort of um, stepfather, yeah, Muslim as such. Um, so there was all things around about that. Um, but as regards, you mentioned like Mother Teresa, there was something a few years ago about her background as regards with, um, I don't know about exactly trafficking, but there was stuff about kids and some other underhand business stuff. But I don't remember any link with Epstein. But yeah, that was sort of, uh, that sort of broke news for a while over here. But I think it was I think it was um, George Soros. Yeah. She had a hand with him. <laughs> well, me. he's well, he's yeah. everywhere, Soros, because with all this Brexit stuff and independence parties and stuff like that, he's been spending his money backing loads of things over here. So um, <laughs> it's it's funny because you don't know George Soros what when he's going to turn up next as such. I know it. Hopefully jail. <laughs> <laughs> That's my hope. Well. But I don't ever see that happening, unfortunately. No, you you know. Never say He's never. too powerful. Never say never. He may not last long in there. He'd probably get out, but. 
I've been to jail. I don't know. He would have to have his hands like red caught. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like no, absolutely no deniability. No reasonable doubt. They go to arrest him. He'll have his attorney down at the police station waiting before he got there. Probably. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, the judge could just deny the bail, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm serious. They could. Would they do that, though? Look at Cosby. Oh, Lord. Well, Would they- if the, if oh. he's a flight risk, yes. He's a flight They're risk. They're supposed to. They won't do that. Would they shit? Look at uh, what's his face? Epstein. He didn't get out of there now, did he? And he had bukus of money. There's buku of proof. Buku money. And don't you think that Soros would have to have that too? I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why they wouldn't let Soros out because he would be a flight risk. So where did this (sighs) Jeffrey Epstein come from in the first place? Where what was his background as such? Because I have no fucking clue. He just seemed to like appear uh, with certain yep. people when all then... this stuff started. Yeah, he just happened to know somebody and worked his way up. Yeah, he's got a brother though, and is he a part of all the, that crap? There's a yes, yes. Um, the other one has a brother too, um, John Podesta. Okay, I don't know who that is offhand. That was one of Hillary's, that was to do with the emails, wasn't it? Hillary Clinton's emails and stuff. My bad. Well, okay. Well, is there anything else y'all want to add to this? It's uh, almost time for me to get ready and get my stuff for work. Right. Um <laughs> I mean, we didn't get to talk about men. Yeah, I know. But I, <laughs> I, I got like a, a whole hour in here. So well, it flies by. That's the other thing about making podcasts, isn't it? It can literally it, fly by. It really can. It's amazing. Um, I'll probably just okay. do a manifestation <laughs> exercise in here and then do an episode. Okay, I'm going to cut in real quick. What do you I think? just looked up Epstein. Um, yeah. Is it Jeffrey? All right. Yes. Um, he began his professional life as a teacher and then switched to banking and finance sector in various roles. Um, That's what happened. And then somebody. And what the hell that means, knew. I don't know. I guess almost like a stockbroker and then worked his way up. He started investing money. Yeah, he started investing other people's monies and shit and started making money. And then he got into the get into all business. kinds of stuff in in America to make money. Yeah. So, but I think his parents they weren't rich to start with, at all. I think they were. But um, oh gosh, I had to add pop up. Um, good gosh. He had fifteen billion dollars. Must be nice. <laughs> I would just take like 10% but of that. But it sucks and... with knowing where that money came from. Some you of know it. what I mean? You can't, you can't do it all. All of it. All of it. All of it came from selling children and, and women and Bear stuff. Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns. A global investment brokerage that failed in 08. So he was a federal witness on them. 
Um, oh, wow. He's a rat from the beginning. All right. Well, I'm going to go <laughs> <laughs> full circle, huh? Good Lord. The things you learn Alrighty, about people. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, end this episode before I get cut off. Okie doke. <laughs> well, thank you so thank very you. much, nice Simon, talking for to joining you. me in this episode. Yeah. Thank- um, you want to go ahead and add a little bit about your podcast real quick? Um, yeah. Thank you for um, inviting me on, actually. It was, uh, I really enjoyed this. Um, yeah. It's just my podcast is going to be about all different subjects. Um things that interest me is called the curious dragon um i think the dragon because i'm welsh and we've got a dragon on our flag um and <laughs> it's gonna it's not gonna be just about one subject it's gonna be about multiple different things uh and yeah and i can't think of anything else to say <laughs> <laughs> just give it a try put me on the spot <laughs> <laughs> so Get you off guard. Um, but yeah, um, it is available on Anchor and Apple and Spotify. What else do you have it on? Um, like the Apple, Google uh, Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, Breaker. Um, so, yeah, I know half of what you just said. I'm there's, so behind. There's so many different platforms, it's amazing. Yeah. So but yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have any Facebook groups or any social media where people can get in contact um, with you? No, I'm on Facebook, but I haven't sort of, uh, I've looked into sort of like making a page, but I think that's sort of further down the line as such. But um, no, I'm on, I'm on Facebook and, you know, anybody, if they want to connect there, they can by all means. And I think there might be links as well on the um on the page for my podcast as well so it's yeah absolutely and i'll make sure i'll put your um your facebook page link in here along with a couple of your podcast links in the episode episode description so make sure y'all check that out and follow his new podcast guys i'm excited for him this is a new journey for him and i hope it goes well very well it's the perfect time to do it yeah right after Samhain. it's the new witch's year isn't it, it? Is. november the first is about when you started it uh yes yeah it was actually yeah so it all ties in perfectly yeah. good memory mm-hmm. Pearl. good memory yeah. like the first week or so of november yeah. yeah perfect timing Look at that. See how these cycles work. And the year starts the beginning with the new. And it's been almost a year for me, too. Amazing. God, a year. I can't believe it. Almost. So much shit has happened. Good Lord. I'm ready for 2020 (laughs) to be over. (laughs) Aren't we all? (laughs) And let the truth come out. Everything in 2020, though. All right. Well, I hope everyone takes care yes. and have a wonderful, safe Be night safe and morning. And don't hate. <laughs> and always practice safe magic, which is and sex. Well, whoa! Pra- <laughs> well, whenever somebody says practice safe, what normally follows? Oh no! So. <laughs> That's why I decided to change it to magic <laughs> because you have to protect yourself Hello? when you're doing magic, right? And other things. <laughs> Ha, <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so just be safe overall. All right, y'all. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your Bye. day. Thank you. Bye. Thank this you again, fun. Simon. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to this. Thank Bye. you. All right. Bye. All right. And for your simple spell, this one you're going to need a bay leaf, a marker. I usually use a Sharpie and your candle. I would coordinate your color candle with whatever intentions you are going to be manifesting. All right, so first you're going to cleanse your space and you're going to hold a bay leaf with your hands, visualizing what you want to manifest. Use your pen. Write a word or phrase that encompasses on what you're manifesting. Visualize and really feel yourself having it already as you write it. Thank the universe for delivering your manifestations and burn the bay leaf with the heat of the fire from your candle and put it in your cauldron as it burns out. Okay, guys. So I'm going to go ahead and just throw this in here for you. Um, we're going to do a witchcraft of the week. This is something that's going to help you with your manifestations. And we're going to talk a little bit more about it next week. At least this way you already have a week's ahead up because this is a two-week process. So first, you're going to make a list of five things that you really want. Put them in your pocket or your wallet or somewhere that is easily accessible. In the morning and again at night, take out the list and feel gratitude for receiving. Act as if these things. Get into it. Visualize it. Really feel it. Three, look for signs every day of what you want. See it sprouting up in your environment. And four, repeat this process for two weeks. Come back and report what happens. I'm looking forward to hearing from you guys. Thank you everyone for listening to Wicked Ways. If you haven't already followed us on all of that social media shit, go ahead and do it. You will find us there. <laughs> it's me, Pearl, signing out this mug. And this is Stacy saying, catch you later. Bless be. Bye.